0: Welcome to the In Your 20s podcast where we figure out what the f- we're doing in our 20s. What's up guys? My name is Tina with an H and welcome back to another episode of In Your 20s. I'm recording this intro, first of all, on my brand spanking new mic. I want to say that I had a potential guest reach out And it's a bigger guest. not saying that any of my guests are small or anything because they all have so much information, but there's someone who, you know, definitely has a larger following, may have been on TV, that reached out and agreed to be on the show. Not really sure when, I don't have too many details, but it's coming eventually, hopefully 2020 has this little glimmer of hope. So I'm on, I literally bought myself a new mic for it, I have no idea when this episode with this, you know, mysterious guest is happening, but I had to get the quality looking right. I will say though, because I do record some of these episodes in advance, the quality for this episode isn't the best. It's not the best. I'm just being transparent with you guys. And in turn with being transparent, I would also like to let you guys know that I'm recording this at 1 a.m the 25th episode. And of course, this is the first time that I am not recording or that I don't have the episode uploaded at 12 a.m. Eastern time on a Wednesday. For all of you guys who listen when it comes out at midnight, thank you. I'm sorry. But hey, listen in the morning, like the morning when the sun's up, not when, you know, the moon's out that kind of vibe. <laughs> Besides that, this episode is with my very, very good friend, Jake Popolardo. One thing you can take away from this episode is the fact that you cannot judge a book by its cover. I'm not going to say anything else. You guys will learn more once you get towards the end of today's episode. I will also, eh, for a little bit of a hint, I will say that I have, in fact, dumb bitchitis. Might be a little bit of a fake friend but that's besides the point. You'll understand when you hear it. Jake is on today. He is an amazing person. He knows a lot and he's very self-aware, which he sometimes doesn't even realize how self-aware he is. And Jake, I know that you're listening. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I know it took a lot and I'm so thankful that you are on. Throughout the episode, we go through a variety of topics from fellas. This one's for you. If you have no idea where to buy clothes, where if you want to upgrade upgrade your style, this is the episode for you because Jake and I discuss limited streetwear, the hypebeast connotation, male clothing in general, all that good stuff, as well as being able to sell clothes. And I'm not talking about just, you know, schmegular, regular Depop or maybe even Poshmark. No. Oh no, those aren't even regular schmegular. I'm talking about some Plato's closet type shit. No, we are advancing people. We are going to give you some bang for your buck while evolving your style. We also talk about what life is like without being on social media. Jake hasn't had his socials for about two-ish months, maybe going on three. And he sees the world a lot differently, which is something I think we can all take away from. And of course, with the election coming up and just life in general, we're in a very... Tiptoey world. I think that's the best way to say it. So I talk with Jake about what it's like growing up learning only one type of history lesson. By that, I mean white privilege, what it means to be white passing, all of those things, because these are the conversations that we need to have in general. Now, before we get into the, today's episode, I just got to ask you guys one question. Are you as tired as I am? For some reason, I just feel. Super lethargic all the time now. I don't know if it's my body yelling at me telling me that tina You need to start getting eight hours of sleep because you're getting fucking old even though I am 22 or Maybe it's because of the fact that i'm drinking Babes almost every night while watching love island (laughs) If you guys don't know what babes are they're basically these Little they're not little actually. I don't know how many ounces they are It's sparkling wine in a can kind of like a seltzer, but it's not a seltzer And so Dina and I, my roommate, we've been just watching Love Island, drinking those, you know, trying to de-stress, relax. But yeah, overall, I'm just super tired. I don't know why. If anyone has any ideas, please let me know. Also, not to, you know, scare everyone, but apparently, apparently, there's a spike in COVID cases across the US. I'm not sure for my international listeners. I don't know what the T is with you guys. Definitely let me know on the In Your 20s Instagram at In Your 20s with the YS or send me an email at inyour20s at gmail.com. But there's a spike. People are starting to get nervous. A lot of people are dealing with or are about to deal with regular anxiety and depression. By regular, I mean what they're used to when it's not, you know, a pandemic along with quarantine depression, and on top of everything else, seasonal depression. So yeah, I'm going to stop rambling. This is kind of a longer intro than I'm used to, and I don't want to give away too much because next week we're diving in. I do want to say though, guys, it's the 25th episode. Thank you so, so much for being on this journey with me. I've been trying to get to 25. It's been hard on top of work and just trying to spreading spreading yourself too thin it can get to you sometimes but i'm super super thankful for this show to have this community and to try and figure out our 20s together because it's a fucking shit show we have no idea what we're doing but at least we're in it together as the great kenny ortega and the cast of high school musical said we are all in this together thank you guys for listening i hope you enjoy the show and without further ado welcome to the podcast papa how are you
1: I'm doing okay. How are you, Tana? Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Thank you for coming on, guys. This is another one of my really good friends that I refer to him by his last name instead of his first name. Your real name is Jake popolardo correct? I pronounced it right? Yeah, you did good, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Jake, before we get into it, gotta ask you, how old are you and what is one random thing you've learned in your 20s? Uh, I'm
1: 21 and... Um, I learned that about 20% of CEOs in America are psychopaths compared to only like 1% of the general population, which is like super crazy to think about. What what does that say about, uh, about what it takes to make it in our economy?
0: (laughs) Oh, you're about to unravel a can of worms right now, Papa. Is there any, I guess, CEOs that you do you like that you think are doing a good job handling their money, their companies?
1: Uh, I think I like this one. The CEO of Glossier seems like dope as shit.
0: Oh, I do like that. Wait, I'm yeah, yeah. look up her name right now.
1: Emily Weiss, I want to say.
0: Oh, dang. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah, that's her. It's funny. Um, so the people I work for, like all of my bosses are ex-Glossier execs.
1: What? That's crazy.
0: Yeah, so it's super cool to to like know that they helped start Glossier, but mm-hmm. I barely know anything about Glossier. I think I started to hear about it maybe two years ago. I'm very behind on the whole skincare, beauty, like all of that stuff. But she's doing the damn thing, and she's built this entire empire within the last five or six years, starting with her blog and then going into Startup life and now Glossier is known around the world. They have pop ups everywhere. So good for her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love brands that get that like super culty niche following. And I think that she got that on point.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Well, just for us to get right into it, you are truly the style icon. I think you're one of my most fashionable friends. You don't really (laughs) care about like what, uh, not that you don't care about what you're wearing, but you're not afraid to push the boundaries of what not to use the adjective basic but what a basic 21 year old wears which is maybe going to like hollister or something and i do have to say guys jake's foot game is it's not foot game it's shoe game
1: yeah that one yeah <laughs>
0: his shoe game is so on point so in college we're both in greek organizations and when i tell you guys Jake was able to match every single one of my dresses, or I was able to match my dresses to his shoes. I'm so proud of us for being able to do that. I need to find the pictures and put them on the instead or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, we showed up for Showtime to those date nights. We were killing it.
0: <laughs> well, how did you come up with your style? Like, What inspires you?
1: I I guess, like, when I was younger, I was just, like, lacking identity, and then, like, you know, you you see, like, Tyler, the creator in the new music video, and you're like, fuck, wow, that guy looks cool. I kind of want to look like him. And then, um, you know, uh, from there, I kind of got into, like, the limited streetwear stuff, because that's what he was wearing.
0: So what is limited streetwear?
1: Um, It's it's a trend that blew up, particularly uh, in the late 2000s. So, and then going into, like, 2010, and now 2020, it's, like from certain brands if you want something that is releasing you got to buy it on the release date or you're buying it off the second hand market because it's not resurfacing it's they're not going to release that item again so supreme kind of got that shit open and then um other brands tons of other brands captured it
0: know about supreme only because one time this is maybe three or four years ago i was in soho with one of my best friends and we're i'm from south jersey like me going to new york was very rare this was I think maybe towards the beginning of college, I, all of a sudden we're walking through and we just see this line wrapped around a building. where are like, what celebrity is over here? Why is everyone waiting? Yeah. Come to realize that it's, everyone's waiting in line for Supreme. And I go, whoa, is this supposed to be a, is this what a cult following is like? Also guys, I don't know if you can hear this, but there's literally a fire truck or something going past my apartment right now. So my apologies for that like it's that's another cult like following everyone's trying to get supreme when people say oh you're a hype beast and they relate to supreme what does how does that make you feel do you think it's true what's the vibe there
1: yeah i i think that hype beast has a very negative connotation to it um and that's kind of developed over the last few years which is like understandable i guess um but I don't really care that much. Like, There's a lot of money in it, and uh, you make a lot of cool friends when you're into that shit, so I'm, I'm happy I've done it.
0: That's awesome. When you say that you make a lot of money from it, so you go ahead and get these pieces and then resell them?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm one of those people who makes money because they know other people.
0: <laughs>
1: that makes sense, yeah.
0: Well, what platforms do you use? How did you realize that you wanted to start – not only buying these clothes for yourself, but reselling them too.
1: Um, I, I knew I wanted to resell when I was like a greedy little fucker in high school. And I was like, yeah, I want, I want money. I like that stuff. Um, so I, I really kind of took advantage of my market there, you know, cause I got a bunch of my friends into it and then I kind of had a ripple effect. So I was selling mostly in person when I started on this shit. Uh, Whether it was to friends in my school, friends outside of school, or, like, the local consignment shop near me. Um, Yeah, I was talking of that owner there.
0: How did Um, the people in your high school react to you reselling clothes and getting these sick pieces? Were you the first one to kind of do that in your town? um,
1: for, For clothing, yeah. I feel like when I was a little younger, like, late middle school, people started to do that with, like, I don't know, like Lebrons and Jordans. I didn't really get into it then. Oh, um, I got into Jordans kind of late. But uh, with clothing, like, like uh, uh, you know, streetwear fashion in particular, yeah, I was, I was definitely like one of the first in my school to start doing that shit. Um, I think that if you didn't care, you didn't care. But if you did care, you were like super into it. That's that's kind of how everybody reacted, I guess.
0: That they were super into it.
1: Yeah, if if you were into it, you know what I mean? I don't know. Right, I feel right. like a lot most people were passive about it, like uh, you know, couldn't get into it. But yeah.
0: Do you think that your style has kind of evolved within the past from like high school to now being a senior in college?
1: Oh fuck yeah. It's it's like <laughs> kind of evolved with um my attitude towards shit. I don't know.
0: Um, what's your attitude towards shit?
1: I I am um I don't know. I'm a lot more like anti-establishment now, um, and I uh, I definitely reflect that with what I wear.
0: What are some of the places that you like to shop now, or do you kind of just only do um, these limited places?
1: Yeah, right. So uh, I wouldn't go with like the word places being it. I'd go with like more with like uh, what brands do you do you right. purchase from now? Um, and I, going off that kind of anti-establishment uh, vibe, I'd, I'd go um, with fuck the population be wearing that shit when there's tags on my feet love their mm. stuff um they're uh very anti-government and they don't like cops and they they really put that forward on the graphics and stuff um and and also the ceo he got started with this when he was like 16 years old um, back in 2010 and uh now the company's like 10 years old he got a very large notoriety for some of the edier stuff he did but he really keeps um, his business hands-on, you know? Um, it's it's the same exact people working for the company that were working for 10 years ago. And um, he's just moving more stuff now with those people. And it's, it's pretty cool to think about. He didn't let the fame get to him.
0: Mm, and he's still being humbled. And I think with everything that you've said, that's really important to just make sure that you're staying grounded. Because let's be honest, these greedy fuckers are not helping anyone right now. They're kind of just making it worse for... Um, everyone below them so that's yeah yeah
1: definitely yeah
0: it's cool that you're saying this is someone who's done the shit but he's still i don't want to say normal that's not the word i'm trying to use at all but he's he's grounded
1: yeah he's he's keeping the authenticity that he had 10 years ago which is like awesome that's all i'm looking for now
0: Mm -hmm. do you think that guys are afraid to express themselves through clothes um in today's day because you know back let's go even 20 years ago if you cared about fashion, it's oh that's too feminine or it's for the girls. What's your take on that?
1: I, I don't think it's like that anymore. Um, I think that fashion for women is a little different than fashion for men. Um, I think the fashion for women uh, uh, is is really revolving around the idea that women should look a certain way, and that's awful. That sucks. Um, uh, guys' fashion is is a little more um, promotes freedom a little more. You know, it promotes looking like however you want to look like, and that's that's cooler. I think women's fashion is moving in that direction now, though.
0: That's good. For people who want to get into fashion, who want to switch up their wardrobe a little bit, be more expressive of their clothes, what are some other brands than the ones you've mentioned that you think they should check out?
1: Uh, Foul Play is cool. They're coming out of California. Um, make some pretty edgy graphics and stuff. Uh and they are signed to uh, a couple record labels, actually. Weirdly enough, they merge for um, a couple of different musicians coming out now, like Shakewell. Uh, I think they've done Playboy Cardi stuff before. Oh, yeah, they're dope. What else? I don't know. If you, yeah, I mean, streetwear goes hand in hand with musicians, too. Like Travis Scott's stuff with Nike is going nuts right now. If you want to get into stuff like that, go ahead, man.
0: There is a guy who reached out to me a couple weeks ago, and he says, Hey, this is a super random question, but I trust your right advice. Where should I buy stuff to get, like, where should I go to buy some cool pieces? I don't know much about male fashion. I'm not going to lie. If he had mm-hmm. asked me what my favorite stores are that I like to go to, I could tell him in a heartbeat. So then I tried to research and I was like, oh, maybe Urban Outfitters, maybe Asos. <laughs> I I really had no idea. So, for you to say some of these brands, are these brands just available on their websites, or can you actually go into a store?
1: Um, no, I'd I'd say mostly, especially in these days, just buy them online. Uh, I wouldn't even go on their website for the few I just mentioned. <laughs> Dude, like go on Grilled, man. Grilled is the way for that stuff.
0: What's Grilled?
1: Grilled is a uh, a second hand market. So people, individuals sell their, their clothes that they have in their closet on there and Grailed, the website that you make the listings on and stuff, they take a little icing on top from the sale. They take a little money from it. Um, ah, okay. So people who are just trying to, like, dump stuff off real quick and get some quick cash in their pocket, yeah, they'll throw it on Grailed.
0: Cool. Right, yeah, start. that website's dope. <laughs> when it comes to places like Grailed and other second, second-hand shops, is that it? what it's called?
1: Yeah, second-hand marketplaces, yeah. So, yeah,
0: second-hand marketplaces, consignment shops, <laughs> How did you find them? Were you just talking to other people? Were you on social media? Were you doing your own research?
1: I mean, it doesn't take long to find Grailed. Um, if you're looking for like cheap designer clothes, maybe used, you know, or got backdoored out of a Nordstrom, you know what I mean? Like, It'll <laughs> be floating around Grailed, and you'll catch a good deal every now and again if you're looking for it.
0: And we talked earlier about how you got some of your inspiration from artists like Tyler, the Creator. Did you ever get any... Of it from social media
1: um yeah yeah i definitely did like i don't know you'll be like scrolling through uh hypebeast for example and then you'll be like oh look the off-white shoes i I guess that's what the cool kids are wearing these days and then you kind of get into that shit you know You, you mix something up into your wardrobe well
0: the reason i asked you that question is because i know and you know that You've deleted your all of your social media? Recently. Yes, yes,
1: I have. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and what made you decide to go ahead and delete all of your socials?
1: Um mostly personal reasons. Uh the biggest one being that it, it was playing on my anxiety a lot. Uh, I got some pretty bad anxiety since I got into college and um that shit only makes it worse. Yeah, I think I think social media is overall bad for everybody, but uh, it's particularly bad for me. Um, in that aspect. Also, like, I don't know, another little thing that like always has bothered me about social media. I hate that anybody can just contact me whenever they want. And I've ran into bad situations with that. That shit bothers me.
0: You like to be off the grid. You don't need everyone to know who you are, where you are, that kind of stuff.
1: Yes, and even just having my name on there. Anybody can just look my name up and and find my page. That shit bothers me, yeah. And also, like, uh, the anxiety thing mostly applies to um, seeing people acting like they're perfect, even if they may not be. um, But, uh, yeah, and then you automatically kind of compare yourself to them, and it's like, oh, man, that, that guy's got his shit together, and I totally don't.
0: It's those things in the back of your head where you know that on social media, people are just trying to put like their best selves out there, but you can't, you still can't help but think, oh, wait, but what if they do have like most of their shit com- together compared to myself?
1: Yes. Yeah. And that comparison, that automatic comparison is, is pretty shitty. It's not good for you.
0: Did you just randomly wake up one morning and say, I'm just going to delete it all?
1: You, you know, I noticed when, um, my mental health doing pretty badly. Um, there, there's some pretty key signs, and I'll have my friends tell me like, "Hey, uh, you doing okay?" You know, there, there's definitely some stuff that that points it out to me that I should take action like that. You know, I'll um, I'll delete all my socials. I'll pick up like a pretty intense exercise routine. I'll make sure like I, I kind of straighten myself out for a little bit.
0: I was gonna say, so now that you, this is such this is such a Gen Z question to ask, but. Since you've deleted all of your social media, what do you do with your time? You said working out, but what else do you do? Because, I mean, you can look at my screen time, and I'm at freaking at least eight hours a day.
1: What have I been doing with my time? Um, before I got to school, uh, I was a big podcast guy. You know, I'd, I'd move around between, like, podcasts. You know, I'd, like, read a book or something. Yeah, I just I'd try to keep my mind off of uh, real-world shit drink beers, play some video games, you know, can't really go outside like that.
0: Do you think that your relationships with other people has strengthened since now you're, instead of just randomly commenting on their posts, you actually have to reach out and communicate with them via text or phone call.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really wake up call when you delete all your socials and, um, and and you see who still reaches out to you, who still bothers to reach out to you and talk to you. It's, it's kind of a wake-up call to be like, mm, you know, only these people, like, care about me that much. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that's cool. But I, obviously, I still keep in touch with everybody that I want to keep close with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm one of them. Yay! Yeah, I
1: definitely do, always.
0: I mean, just our friendship. It's awesome. Guys, I didn't even tell you the backstory of how Jake and I met. It was through our friend Karina, who you guys heard last week. She was on the pod, but basically I was at the dining hall with Karina, mind you, like this is maybe Karina and I, for some reason, we ended up spending almost every single day together for like three months or two months. And one time she's like, oh wait, there's my friend Jake. Let's have him sit with us. And I was like, okay. And then I see this tall ass, how tall are you? Yeah,
1: I'm 6'3". <laughs>
0: this tall ass 6'3", white guy come on, enter, onto our table, sit with us. And then he spoke. When I tell you, my soul left my body. I was not expecting your voice to be that deep. I was like, whoa, (laughs) we got a Denzel voice coming in right now. Yeah, yeah,
1: I get that often. Yeah.
0: Those are the kind of relationships that you develop that end up being super authentic. Because I just met you through a friend. And it wasn't through social media or anything like that. A lot Mm -hmm. of times people will follow you on social media at least for me, someone might follow me on social media and I've never met them before. And then I'll go see them at a bar and they won't even say two words to me.
1: No, that shit is weird. I don't fuck with that at all.
0: It's so odd. And now I've come to the point where if I don't know you in real life, I'm not going to follow you. Because what is that doing to me? And that's why I really don't follow any celebrities on social media anymore. I mean, granted, on Twitter, I've got Black Bear and Halsey on Instagram I've got Black Bear. Literally the only person that I will stand for eternity is Black Bear. <laughs> it's also really weird. I, I have to bring up TikTok. Because you're not even you've never been on TikTok, right?
1: No, fuck that shit. I, I don't want my life taken up by TikTok. Yeah. All my friends tell me they're like, yeah, I just spent like six hours on that shit before I even got out of bed. And I'm like, are you serious, bro?
0: <laughs> what was the point? I've honestly been getting better at not going on TikTok as much, thankfully. But it's still still constant, and now you see all these TikTok stars that are making it big on other social media platforms. I think Charlie D'Amelio, who's sixteen, she has she has seventy million TikTok followers, and then twenty seven million Instagram followers. And someone Jesus like Jesus
1: Christ,
0: yeah, and even Addison Ray, who everyone is everyone I talk to, they're like, she is so pretty. Oh my gosh, I wish I was her. And yeah, she's pretty, but. It's so hard because that's what people are comparing themselves to. Like, I look nothing like Addison Rae. <laughs> like, why would mm-hmm. I ever want to try to compare myself to her? Because that's only going to make me feel shitty. Right. As someone who's in media, my job is literally social media. I can't get away from it right now, but I definitely need to start taking some detoxes with it.
1: And yeah, on, on that note, I, I really do envy your social media presence. Like, I, I feel like if I had that, I just wouldn't survive.
0: What do you mean?
1: I'd just be anxious all the time. I'd be on my toes all the time. Like, I don't know. You have to keep up with every single thing that's happening all the time. And that's like awful. I don't want to do that. Cheers to you for doing it, though. That's hard work.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Another topic that I really want to talk to you about, and we touched on this earlier, too, With when I asked you what it was like growing up and, you know, selling these pieces and to your friends and people in your hometown. When someone would look at you, just off the bat, they would say, oh, this white guy, he embodies privilege. Like he is just doing what he's got to do. There isn't really anything. There's no struggle that he's experienced. When you've even told us already, you have these mental health issues that you have to go and deal with every day. That's one of your struggles. At the end of the day, you still use your voice and you're an active participant for social justice. So I've got to ask you, what was it like for you growing up, were you in that stereotypical suburban white town? Was race talked about?
1: Yeah, I was in a pretty stereotypical, you know, suburb, I, I'd say. Um, was race talked about? Yeah, but in your American history way, you know, the the curriculum that was made up by racist white people. So, um, yeah, what are you going to do about that one? My, my town is, is pretty mixed, minority-wise. Um, you know, I'm, I'm Hispanic, and then... Um, most of my neighbors wait, on my street you're are... hispanic yeah yeah uh my mom uh, immigrated here from Cuba wait,
0: wait wait I've been calling you this white boy this entire time and you didn't yeah. like, correct me sooner no
1: no I mean no it's it's true like my dad's Italian so like yeah sure I'm a white guy but um yeah I'm I'm half hispanic yeah
0: what oh my gosh I'm actually oh Wow. Okay. So first, I didn't realize that. I cannot wait to record this intro later because I'm going to be like, guys, it fucked up.
1: No, no, you didn't fuck up. I am a white guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a half white guy.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. Continue. But that really took me for a loop. I've known you for what, two, maybe three years now. When I'm just figuring this out. This just proves, guys, you really need to talk to your friends. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just look like a white guy, and and I'm half white, so I don't get like offended when people are like, "Ah, oh, you're just like a white boy from the suburbs." Like, yeah, kind of, yeah, I guess. Uh, but, anyways, yeah. Um, I was race talked about, yes, but in your basic suburban way. Uh, my town was pretty mixed, minority wise. Uh, I had you know black neighbors, I had uh, Asian neighbors, plenty of them. Uh, but my school, on the other hand, I mean. I want to say it, any given year I was there, I could count the number of black people enrolled on my hands, you know what I mean? So, um, lacking that uh, lacking that aspect kind of sucks. Yeah.
0: Because if you don't see it, how are you supposed to know about it? And
1: that's... Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a basic problem of the suburbs, you know? It's like people shield themselves from like the awful realities of the world. Yeah.
0: It's just this shitty situation and now I think a lot of signs at protests are we're only starting to record these things now. You know?
1: Like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that everybody's seeing that shit now. You know, thanks, Twitter. Twitter, the decider of all.
0: Dude, Twitter? Wait, are you still on Twitter? Or did you nah, delete that shit?
1: Nah, no, I deleted that shit, too. I kinda, that, admittedly, that's the one I missed the most because <laughs> yeah, that shit is hilarious. People are just hilarious on Twitter. Sometimes Twitter's a bad place. Sometimes Twitter makes me want to do bad things. But, yeah, Twitter overall funny place.
0: Yeah, that's the place I go to if I really want to laugh because and I just need to see some people making some jokes, having a good time, roasting a few people, you know, to humble themselves, all that stuff. Well, Mm -hmm. Jake, I do want to say thank you so, so much for coming on. I think... Thanks Thanks for having me. Of course. I think a lot of people are going to take some really great things from this conversation. We've hit on a bunch of different topics. Usually, this is the time where I say, plug your socials, but you don't have any socials. So there's nope.
1: that- <laughs> I don't have to worry about that internet clout bullshit.
0: If there's anything that you'd want to say, anything I didn't touch on, the floor is yours. Go ahead and say it.
1: No, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good off that shit. Uh, do you want me to, like, bring back my Instagram for a day to, like, promote this, though? Because I can do that.
0: <laughs> no, you're totally fine. You don't have to worry about it. This show is for my friends and anyone who wants to listen to learn some shit in their 20s. Cool. So.
1: All right. I like the authenticity. It's cool.
0: <laughs> thank you again for coming on. And, guys, thank you so, so much for listening. If you like the show... Feel free to rate and review on Apple Podcasts, whether you hate it or you liked it. Let me know. I can sometimes take criticism. And if you do, if you're already doing that, you might as well subscribe and follow the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed, you want to be a part of the In Your Twenties community, feel free to follow us at in your twenties on Instagram. That's 20s with a Y-S on I-E-S. And hey, if you want to be on the show, want to rant, vent, feel free to send an email to inyour20s at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Tina with an H, and I'll catch you next Wednesday. Bye.